we've been talking about the concepts of free speech, which, oh, don't worry, they'll go after me for that. That, 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 that that's coming. That's coming. You know my, my official position on this, right? I don't know if I've ever described to you my official position. Um, I love what I do, but only because I get to do it this way. That's, that's the only reason I love it. I can engage in conversations as I see fit. That's why I stay at Emmis. That's why I stay in Indianapolis. That is why. The minute I can't do that, okay, well, this was fun. That's my official position. And for the record, I want to be clear as day. There has never been anyone, anyone in this building. Wait, hold on, Allison. I'm not in the building. Can I still say in this building? No. There's never been anyone at 40 Monument Circle who has ever said to me, you can't say this or you have to say that. It has never, ever happened. Ever. Never, ever once. So just just so we all know, just so we're all uh, fully there. But I was on uh, News Nation Now with Leland Vittert the other day talking about the idea of free speech, and he really took it in, I, I think, even for him in, in, a, in, a, in a bad direction. Because I was not suggesting that Congress should break up big tech. I actually said Congress doesn't know how to break up big tech. They, we should just be excoriating big tech for their censorship. Senator Rand Paul, who just left YouTube, agrees. Well, I think they are the worst. Uh, you know, they've taken down a speech I gave on the Senate floor. You know, the Constitution actually protects what I say on the Senate floor, and yet YouTube thought they knew better than the Constitution, better than our founding fathers, that they would decide that, hmm, really it's not appropriate that I'd be allowed to say these things, and so YouTube took it down. I actually talked to them in person, talked to them in California, and told them what an obnoxious and arrogant and galling attitude is that they think they can tell me what is important and what's not important, what I can and cannot say. And so I object to that. Now, the thing is, is entities like YouTube or Twitter, you saw that quote from the CEO of Twitter saying, First Amendment doesn't apply to us. Well, yeah, but doesn't make it any less arrogant what you're saying, the idea that you think what kind of speech you're going to determine what you think is good speech and what's bad speech. It still doesn't make it any less obnoxious. And really, I just don't want to associate it with closed-minded people who are afraid of ideas. Why would any of us want to do it? Why should we give them free content? And so I'm done. I'm just done giving YouTube my content. I'm done participating with them. And there are alternatives. Rumble is an alternative. I have my own website, libertytree.com. That's an alternative. And basically through competition, people have to decide if they want to go where they get bullied by people who despise us and look down their nose at us, they can go play with YouTube. But if they want to go to a place that is objective and neutral, Rumble doesn't edit you, whether you're from the right or from the left. It's one of the reasons I moved to Rumble over a year ago. It's one of the reasons that I have been talking about the creation of more content platforms and more content. I can't stop YouTube from being YouTube. I can say they don't deserve any protections because they don't. They're not acting as a a platform, they're acting as a publisher, and that changes the level of protections. But I can't stop them. Just move on to the next. Doesn't mean that they're right. They will always be wrong. The people who want to stifle speech will always be wrong. 